Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is March 20th, 2022. Eight days until Molly's birthday. <laughs> How about them apples? I made him say that. <laughs> no, she made. She reminded me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, still have time. Time, time to what? <laughs> time to <laughs> buy me things. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna happen, man. It's gonna happen. It's, it's gonna happen this year. <laughs> buy you something. All right, we got a big podcast for you today, man. It's a whole oh my week gosh. of stuff that happened that we didn't tell y'all about this has been a free agency frenzy kind of the whole week it's yeah. just been crazy it, you know it to has me, been it's the wildest free agency i can recall a lot of big things happened a lot not necessarily with the bucks yeah we did have some big things but just yeah. the nfl in general it's mm-hmm. just people are going from team to team and it's just it's just bananas yeah so we're going to cover our signings, some of the people we lost, some of the people we've restructured, some Bucks news and news around the league. Anything to add to that? Where we are as far as free agency, who we still need to resign, where the holes in the roster are that we might address through free agency or the draft. Okay. All right. Let's get right into it. Do it. First off, I want to do a fact check follow-up kind of deal. You know, I've been doing the news daily news videos on the YouTube. And I had said that Gene Deckerhoff was retiring as the voice of the Buccaneers. Now he's not officially retiring as the voice of the Buccaneers. He's going to read, he's going to do his contract, which is up at the end of this year, but he is retiring as the voice of the Seminoles. That's going to be next month. I think is something like that. Oh, He's so he's not officially retiring from the Buccaneers. Not, not as, not as yet. Buccaneers, yeah. So okay. we're, we're not real sure about that, but I was incorrect in saying that he had said he was retired, but he hasn't, just with the uh, Seminoles. Well, he's still under contract with the Bucks through 2022, so yes. he couldn't get out of that this year. Right. So he could still retire. Yeah, I think he's going to. I mean, he's going to be 77 years old. And that's going to just gonna be Egypt. weird. I mean, he's been, as long as I've been a Bucks fan, he's been... Doing the voice of the Buccaneers since 1989. Wow. Yeah, 35 years or something. Long time. Is it longer than 35 years? No. Do the math. It's 33 years. Oh, that's right, because you're, <laughs> you were born in 88. I was born in 88. He's been doing so this since you've been ancient. born. <laughs> Back in the dinosaur days. <laughs> All right, we got some big news. Veteran safety Ryan Logan has agreed to terms on a contract with the Buccaneers. We got him to replace Jordan Whitehead, who Jordan Whitehead is now with the Jets. We'll talk about that in a minute. But Logan Ryan is an expatriate. He played. He was drafted by the Patriot in 2013. So he's a veteran veteran. He's, a, he's an old, old scrub. And he's played with the Giants and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, he's 31 years old. He's recorded 705 tackles, 18 interceptions, 13 sacks, and 140 career games. Uh, he is the person who intercepted Tom Brady in Tom Brady's last Patriots pass. In the playoff game? 
Yes. When that, that was, was the Titans. Okay, yes, so he was, he was with, with the Titans. I did not realize he had been with the Titans. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it was him. I read that too. So I think that you are correct. Uh, I don't know anything about this guy. Me neither. But Carmen Vitale was saying he is definitely like an upgrade as far as Jordan Whitehead goes. And Jordan Whitehead seemed to take exception to, I don't know if it was specifically to her, but he thought people were saying that he was not good in coverage. And so he got mad about that on Twitter. Well, that's Um, ridiculous. Who was saying that? I don't know. It's fine in coverage. I, I, I do not know if Logan Ryan is a, when I say Ryan, Logan, first, it's Logan Ryan. Yeah, Logan. Logan Ryan. He does have two first names. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Yeah. I, I don't know a whole lot about him. I'm going to have to watch some film on him and I'll get some tape up on the, the YouTubes in regards to that when I can get to it. But I do know Jordan Whitehead was good and he was, he was a missile. He was a very mm-hmm. high contact guy. So we'll see. You know, I I don't know if he's an upgrade or not. I do know that we're not paying Logan Ryan seven million dollars, though. That was the reason why we had to let Whitehead go because he was going to get. I mean, seven million—that's that's pretty good money for a safety. Yeah, and you know, he got that at the Jets. Well, apparently, we didn't even offer him a contract. Yeah, we do. He was going to go somewhere. Yeah, and but- we might—they might have had Logan Ryan on the radar because as soon as he got released from the Giants. We signed him, yeah. like, like within a couple of hours. Well, and is he Tom Brady's guy? Right. You know, is he one of those that Tom recruited? Yes, we're, we're going to talk about that here in a moment oh, okay. as well. Uh, so since we talked about Jordan Whitehead, we'll go ahead and say he is with the Jets. And mm-hmm. let me see, he ended up getting a two-year $14.5 million, so it's a little over $7 million a year. Uh, like you said, the reports are that we did not even offer him an a contract. We just let him go. And I think that it was because we were not willing to pay $7 million. It's kind of like with running back. We're not going to pay a running back money either. Well, and we couldn't pay Jordan like that. Well, we, t- technically we could have, but we wouldn't have been able to get I mean, Russell. Get, uh, yeah. I know. Well, and then like how high of a priority is that position when we have Mike Edwards and Antoine right. who do just fine, you know, there anyway. And so, now Logan Ryan. And now Logan Ryan. And so to me, and they've been great about developing people in the secondary. So I would not have even had any heartburn if we didn't even sign our free agent and just drafted at that position for depth, mm-hmm. re-sign maybe Andrew Adams, who's a cheap veteran. That you can get back there. He's proven. He knows your system. You know, uh, if they wanted to go that route, I would have been fine with that. Yeah, I hate losing Whitehead. I really do. I really liked him. He was fun to watch. Like I said, he was very physical safety. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm just, you know, they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They know what they're doing. You know, and I think they would have kept him if they could have, but they just knew that he was going to ask for too much money. They they don't want to pay that much money for safety. Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain positions that Arians is not going to pay a lot of money to for. Running back's one of them. Safety's another one. Okay. So, uh, what was it that happened with him and Carmen Vitale? You said that. Well, I don't know if it was specifically Carmen Vitale, but what he said, she had tweeted and he never quote tweeted it or anything like that. I just assume because that was the only really negative 
tweet that I had seen, she said something like Jordan Whitehead is like a checkers piece and uh, Logan Ryan is like a chess piece. Yeah. And so after that, he kind of started getting pissy on Twitter. Yeah. Hmm. Did you know that he's dating a Buccaneers cheerleader? That might have played. That might have been a factor, too. Now, I'm not going to lie. You know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You know, we're going to start getting sexual harassment lawsuits in the NFL. You know, now that we've got <laughs> all the stuff going on with, you know, women being coaches and and uh, assistants and all that. So it's going to happen. There's no getting around it. And I think the Buccaneers might have been trying to get ahead of that one and say, no, we don't want to get. I, I didn't think that players were allowed to fraternize or that the bucket, the cheerleaders were allowed to fraternize with the players. I thought that was a big no, no, hmm. but it, apparently he is dating a, uh, and it has been. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. So maybe that, that might've played into it too. But wouldn't they have let her go first? Yeah. <laughs> you would think. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, Okay. I'm trying to figure out who it is that he was dating. Okay. Um, we, oh gosh, I can't remember what we covered in the last one. I should have listened to it. Did we cover Alex Kappa? I think we covered that one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Alex Kappa's gone. He went to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. And in his place... We'll just move right on to the next one. Okay. We have gotten guard Shaq Mason. Now, Shaq Mason is has been the guard for the Patriots uh, since 2015. Yes, that's that's when they drafted him, right? And uh, he played with Tom Brady from 2015 to 2019. Uh, won a couple Super Bowls with him, too. Uh, and Shaq Mason and Tom Brady from what the Patriots Fans have said they had a real great relationship. Those two loved each other. The Patriots fans are not real happy with what's going on over there. <laughs> yeah, they got a fifth for him. Yeah, we—that's what we traded him for—a fifth. Like, oh you believe Lord. that? Yeah. You know, I'm not a fan of getting rid of your starting offensive line. Yeah. Uh, anybody? I, I used to I say should. Bill Belichick knew what he was doing, but when he started Cam Newton last year. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, this guy. No, wait, the year before last. He didn't mm-hmm. have him last year, right? Yeah, picked up Cam Newton and started him. I was like, man, you don't you don't know what you're in for here, buddy. What are you doing? And sure enough, it sure did crash and burn. So, you know, that really made me look at Bill Belichick side-eyed. I was like, maybe he's not as great as we all think he is. Maybe yeah. it was more Tom Brady than we thought. Could have been. Uh, Shaq Mason, he his contract with the Patriots, he had a five-year contract that he signed with him in 2018. It was five years, $45 million, including a $12 million signing bonus and $23.5 million guaranteed. That's an average annual salary of $9 million. If this year, Mason was expected to earn $6.5 million with a roster bonus of about a million. Uh, so that would have been a cap hit of about $7.4 million. So I imagine we're, we're picking all that up. We might and, restructure with him, who knows, but we're definitely, you know, paying a little bit for him. Well, and they typically front load those contracts. All the guaranteed money is at the front of it at the beginning. So he's on the later end of yeah. the contract anyway. Yeah. 
So, we, yeah, we're not real sure about his contract just yet. And that goes with quite a few of these guys. There's only a few mm-hmm. that we know, like Ogan Ryan's contract. We're not sure what that is yet. I know. I was looking on SpotRack to see where we were as far as cap space goes, and his they had nothing on there about yeah. Logan Ryan. Well, that's one of the things. We have to stay under the cap now. We, the, the 2022 season officially started Wednesday, or was it Thursday? Dang Wednesday. It. Wednesday 16th. at 4 p.m. Yeah. And starting off, we were $21 million over the cap, and then we did a bunch of finagling, and we got the $3 million under the cap. So we got to stay under the cap from here on out. So a lot of these guys have agreed to, to terms, but they haven't signed contracts yet. Mm-hmm. As soon as they sign that contract, though, boom, it goes on the salary cap. So we're going to have to do a lot of a lot of maneuvering from here on out uh, to make sure we stay underneath the cap. Now, we did get another big player, uh, wide receiver Russell Gage from the Atlanta Falcons. Ooh. That was a shock to everybody. Nobody saw that I one like coming. This one. Yeah, see, pretty interesting. I like him. Uh, he he torched us in one game. He just had an awesome, awesome game against us. It was awful for us. Uh, but was it the last year or the year before? Yeah, it was somewhere in there. Mm, yeah. It's in the recent past. So, um, but apparently Tom Brady called him directly mm-hmm. yes. and has been doing that. Now, Russell Gage did sign his contract. He got three years, $30 million, with $20 million guaranteed. So we're basically paying him $10 million a year. Not too bad, I guess. It's a little steep, but yeah, we've got some expensive wide receivers, man. I know. I was looking on SpotRack. They had uh, Chris Godwin's market value at $20, 20 million. million. Yeah. But Mike Evans was only at 17 I was like, that's not right. That's yeah, silly. Yeah, well, yeah, when we franchised Chris Godwin, he was going to get $19.5 million, I think. Anyhow, we'll cover Chris Godwin here in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell Gage, he was debating where to sign. He was a free agent this year, and he had he had a few choices. Teams had reached out to him and stuff like that. But then Tom Brady called him. He was taking his garbage out. Russell Gage <laughs> was taking his garbage out, and he got a phone call, and it was like, hey, this is Tom Brady. He thought it was a prank. He, I would. Yeah. <laughs> He thought it was a break. He says, it would have been funny if he would have hung up on it. I know. But uh, Tom Brady said, hey, I've watched you play for a long time. I really respect your game. We want you to come here. We're building something special at the Buccaneers. Get aboard. I love that, that he said that. Because that's some Buccaneers stuff right there. Some pirate come stuff. Come get aboard. Yeah, yeah, come on, matey. Come aboard. <laughs> you scallywag. Get aboard. Make you walk the plank. So that's that's pretty awesome. It appears to me. I don't know what anybody else is thinking out there, but it appears to me that Tom Brady was given free reign to recruit, and I think he's got a large hand in personnel decisions right now. I think that was one of the reasons why he came back. You know, he went and he met with ownership in London, or not London, in England, uh, with the Manchester United game. Mm -hmm. And then that night, he put out the I'm unretiring. And then the next – an hour before he unretired, it might have been two hours, he called up Ryan Jensen and said, look, I'm coming back. Do you want to come back with me? And Ryan Jensen was like, yeah. Uh, he called up Alex Kappa. He said, I'm coming back. Do you want to come back with me? And Alex Kappa said, no. I know. What kind of idiot does that? <laughs> says no to Tom Brady. So Alex Kappa goes to the Bengals. Now, I don't blame Kappa there you know, personally. Like I said, he was the weakest link on our offensive line. I loved Alex Kappa, tough 
SOB, mm-hmm. played with that broken arm. It, it was impossible to pull broken him out of leg. games. Broken leg. I mean, I he, mean. He, he does not want to leave the field mm-hmm. ever, and you like that with your offensive line guys. But he was our weakest link. I mean, he was our not – you know, he, he was still getting better. Let's put it that way. And, you know, if I had to say if there was a lineman we had to get rid of, I would have – without a doubt, said Alex Kappa. So it's a huge upgrade there from Alex Kappa to Shaq Mason. Shaq Mason, I haven't watched a whole lot of film on him, but what I have seen, the guy is completely solid. The people who don't get around him, he don't get beat, mm-hmm. and he, he's he got great feet. He's got speed, too, for a big guy. I mean, he gets out to that second level quick, and he blocks in open space. And he's here's the thing I like about him, though. He's always looking for work. The guy doesn't stand there. If always trying to hit some people. Always trying to hit some people. <laughs> Him and Jensen are going to have a great time together, man. <laughs> yes. See, and what I like about the prospect of Tom Brady recruiting people is that he has a very specific approach to football where he's very smart, but it's about the consistency and putting the work in, and he can spot and values football intelligence. So... If he finds guys that fit that bill, and that's also what BA likes, yes. like I have complete and total confidence. I have no issue with completely turning the roster over to him. And he's going to save us money because guys know when they come to a team with Tom Brady on it, it's a contender and they're going to take a discount just for the chance at a ring. Yes, you are correct. And D- Arians loves those veterans. Yeah. So. This is all. This is all working out great. The uh, the the Buccaneers cheerleader that Jordan Whitehead is dating is Corinne. C O R I N N E. That's all the information I got so far. Oh, okay. I, don't, I don't have her last name. Ralph is going to do some extensive you research think I? on this. <laughs> <laughs> Probably later when I Cor- go to bed, it'll be a Cor- <laughs> <laughs> the lights out. Yeah, Corin Colon is their last name. C O L O N. Okay. Yes, got some uh, cheerleader news coming up later too. Okay. I should have blended so that in. Glad that you tracked down this. Yeah, vital piece of Buccaneers. I'm gonna have to do some extensive <laughs> research here later, for sure. So anyhow, we've got. Uh, Tom Brady called Ryan Jensen. Tom Brady called Alex Kappa. Tom Brady called Russell Gage. We're pretty sure we don't have confirmation on this, but Tom Brady probably reached out to both Shaq Mason and Logan Ryan Mm -hmm. because he's played with both of them previously, won Super Bowls with those two guys, and he's got a real good relationship with Shaq Mason. So you know that – Tom Brady is just on a recruiting spree. They've given him mm-hmm. free reign. And I'm not even mad about it. I am not. Whatever I it know. took to get Tom Brady back, I don't care. I know. Me too. Like, we'll sell our firstborn. We're naming him after him. <laughs> <laughs> that's the second born. Oh, yeah. That's all right. Um, we, you would give up our kid. <laughs> I don't like Tom Brady that much. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Yeesh. Uh, we have other receiver news. We got Brashad Perriman back. Brashad Perriman has re-signed with the Buccaneers. Not One sure what year is deal. Yes, we're not sure the contract details yet. 
Oh, I love that one. I love all these. I know. So the wide receiver room was a huge question mark after the end of last season, particularly, I think, losing A.B. because there was a real steep drop off from number two, Chris Godwin, to the rest of them. So what were we going to do there? And as we saw last year, the depth was not great yeah. when we lost everybody. And so... Even though we kind of had a stacked room going into the season, as the season went on, not so much. And so that was kind of a concern going into the season. I'm really glad that they're addressing this and we're getting some studs, in my opinion. Yes. Uh, at least, you know, above average. Yeah, these are good. So that's some, like the bottom is above average. Got some big, strong receivers, man. Yeah. Perriman, Godwin, Evans, Gage. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what we – we start shooting downfield with those guys. Uh, speaking of Mike Evans, he's agreed to have some of his $14 million base salary converted into a bonus. Uh, that allowed that was part of allowing us to get up underneath the salary cap uh, the other day. Uh, it's the fourth time Evans has done this. And the guy is a champ. He just mm-hmm. he's just a fantastic teammate. Couldn't couldn't ask for a better player. Yeah, uh, Shaq Barrett did it too. They restructured him. Cam Brate took a pay cut to stay. Mm-hmm. So he got a new contract. It's two years, $8 million. He was supposed to get $6 million this year. So he took a pay cut. He took a pay cut last year. You know, there's a lot of slander against Cam Brate, and I will not stand for it, for one. I've always appreciated him. Mm-hmm. I think he's very underrated. So Mike Evans, with his restructuring, he saved the team about $10 million in salary cap space. Uh, prior to the restructure, Evans would have counted uh, about $21 million towards the cap. Mm. So that was, a, that was a huge deal for him. Now, the Buck fans, this is, this is such a great story. Buck fans have been so excited about this and, and so appreciative of Mike Evans in general that they started donating $13 to his Bucks Family Foundation, or Mike Evans Family Foundation, $13 donations, individual donations. So far, he's raised almost $41,000. That is crazy. In $13 chunks. Yes. How insane is that? We have the best fans in the world. I know. Best fans in the world. Uh, and he's he's very appreciative of it, man. He's, he's been mm-hmm. on, on all on the social media just gushing about it. <laughs> So get, really love Mike Evans for many different reasons, but him just being such a great guy is definitely one of them. He was great when we met him, man. He just sat there and yeah. talked with us. It just Well, it, and that pays dividends. Like look how the man. fan base reveres him. Yeah. Because he does things like that. He stays through the end uh during training camp at practice. He will stay through the end, make sure every fan gets to see him. You know, a lot of guys are cutting out after Mm -hmm. they had done a few handshakes, pictures, whatever. Not this guy. There was a long line. He went through the whole line. He spent time with everybody. And he was the last one. Last one in the line, too. So he made sure he got everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like him and JPP. So we saw JPP first and then went down to Mike. Uh and we weren't even trying to really talk to any of, any of them because we were like, oh, the line's going to be long. They're pro- we're probably not going to get a chance to do it. So we were like at the end of the line when we realized, hey, they're not leaving yet. <laughs> we got in there and it was a great experience. 
Uh, the Buccaneers agreed to a three-year, $60 million contract with wide receiver Chris Godwin. So we got him wrapped up for three yeah. years. Thank God. I know. So that's $20 million a year. $3 million. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he deserves it. Like, hopefully. Okay. Hopefully he's going to come back and, and be fine. <laughs> I, I think he will be. You know, I mean, he's a tough guy. He, You know, when he got his leg injured, he, he they had to, like, pull him off the field. Mm-hmm. He did, he wanted to go back out there. Yeah. He was, he was going to go out there with a floppy leg. <laughs> he didn't care. I know. We got a lot of guys on our team well, like that, man. And here's what I thought. Here's what I proposed to Ralph. You know, Chris Godwin, one of the best parts of his skill set is that he is a phenomenal blocker. Mm-hmm. And who else is available on the wide receiver free agent market that is also probably the best blocker? Julio Jones. Julio Jones. Yeah. Is available. Did Tom Brady call him? Yes, Tom Brady called okay. Julio Jones. This, this is the report. We're not exactly 100% sure on this. Uh, this was according to Skip Bayless. Uh, he said that Tom Brady has been trying to recruit Julio Jones and uh, has reached out to Julio Jones. So we don't know how that's going to go. I don't know. I mean, we probably could fit Julio Jones in. I, I don't think he's going to demand that much. Well, here's what I propose. Chris Godwin has had some injury issues over the last three years. Uh, Julio Jones, same thing. They have a similar skill set. I see where you're going with this. So let's play Chris Godwin. And then when he gets hurt, just rest Julio. Just uh, give him like, I don't know, five snaps a game, whatever. And then Chris Godwin, should he get hurt? Plug in Julio. Boom. 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 Give Chris some time to rest. If Julio gets injured, maybe Chris would be ready to come back in. There we go. Sounds That's, good to me, man. I know. Let's Sounds do it. I, I, how much did he get at Tennessee? Julio Jones. I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. Uh, didn't they trade for him? I do not think so. Or, or he was a free agent. He was a free agent, I believe. Hmm. It really surprised me that they cut him. But since he went there, I think he's had the injury bug. And so it was not hmm. much. Man, he's counting 13 million towards their dead cap. Ouch. Tennessee. Oof. Wow. So, yeah, they were paying him 11 million. They paid him 15 million last year. 17 million cap hit. Uh, so he had, bo, 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 bo. yeah, he was gonna, he was supposed to make eleven million this year. He's not going to make that much on the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's got the injuries. He had, he didn't do hardly any stats there while he was at Tennessee for two years mm-hmm. or a year. He was only there a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, didn't do much there. So it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to see. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem paying ten million for him. But. I mean, if he, I don't, I don't know that I'd pay ten million. Uh, given who else we're paying in the wide receiver room, but were he to come here on a cap-friendly deal, I would welcome him with open arms. Yes, I wouldn't have a problem with it at all. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite receivers. You've given me so many, so much hard time of that over all the years. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to. Okay. So what do you want me to do? So, uh, Cam Brate, he re-signed with us. You talked about mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. 
On the defensive side, not a whole lot going on there as far as re-signing our free agents, but we did restructure Shaq Barrett's contract to create some space. Uh, converted $14.8 million of his 2022 salary into a signing bonus and added another void year. He, he cleared up $12 million for us. So Ooh. between him and Evans, they cleared, they cleared us out, got us up under the cap. Uh, I do have a correction from last podcast. Greg Amon said that um, – I think I had said that if we had signed Gronk and Sue before – Wednesday at four o'clock, their dead cat money would not have counted. Mm-hmm. That was incorrect. So Greg Amon issued a correction on that one. You know, this salary cap stuff is just so confusing mm-hmm. and all over the place. It, I think like four people in the world understand it. All the rest <laughs> of us just like to act like we know math. <laughs> well, it's hard to tell because you don't see the actual contracts. Mm-hmm. Like you just get whatever they put out. And yeah. So- and- there's there's so much that you can do, you know, with the the signing bonuses and the restructuring and all. It's it's completely confusing to a normal person. Mm-hmm. That's why I like Greenberg and those guys get paid the big bucks. Yeah. So they can understand that mess. Yeah. Okay, we lost another player. OJ Howard has gone to the Buffalo Bills. He's agreed to a one year show it, show me, prove it contract. Good. Worth only three and a half million. Yeah. I mean, it surprised me. I was like, whoa. And that we didn't even try to keep him or offer him anything. Why wouldn't we? I know. Why? I know. I know you don't like him. I've, I mean, I've said Now that, that he's not on the team, you can talk shit about him. I didn't. <laughs> I just, show us. Yeah. Like, you're a, a high draft. Wasn't he a first rounder? Mm-hmm. Second yep. round? It's something. 19th pick in the NFL draft. Yeah. Like, Show us, dude. You have five years. Yeah. Yeah, he only caught 14 passes last year, and he was healthy all year. Yeah. You know, but for the, once. Yeah. Right, for once. That was another Yeah, he's thing. been hurt every year, mm-hmm. except last year, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, we didn't play him. Yeah. That's a, yeah, right. He didn't, he didn't get hurt because he didn't play a whole lot. Well, there was rumors that the Bills wanted Gronk, and that was before mm. Tom Brady was coming back, so they got... Now, I wonder if if they're going to go into a heavy double tight end set a lot because they've got Knox, who's a great tight end over there. You know, he helped them get to the the playoffs for both years and he, you know, I mean, deep into the playoffs this year. So I don't know what's going on over there, but we did lose OJ Howard. Well, I I don't think they brought OJ into block because he can't do that. Yeah. Not in his skill well, set. Well, you know, I don't know if he can or can't. He just doesn't want to. Yeah. I mean, you could see it when he played special teams. He just wouldn't block people. He had a bad attitude. A little I bit, did not I appreciate that attitude I think in the he last did. couple of years. Well, you go that high in the draft, you expect to be a starter, you know, at least yeah. after a year or so. And, and he's, he's a pass catcher. He's not yeah, yeah. a blocker. Yeah. And I think Cutter used him excellently. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. But, you know, he couldn't stay healthy with Cutter. And Arians just doesn't use tight ends that way. So, mm-hmm. you know, tight ends block an Arians system. Yeah. So, there you go. O.J. Howard is now no longer a buccaneer. Molly's happy about that. So, those are all the transactions we've got. Like I said, it does seem that Tom Brady is going around and recruiting. It looks, it looks like he has gotten uh, a little bit of personnel decision-making power 
bestowed upon him. And I'm sure everybody's happy with it. I mean, I, I don't think Bruce Arians or Jason Light, anybody, they're like, that's fine. He's been in the league as long as they have, just about. So mm-hmm. he, he knows how to pick players. Well, and it's less for them to do. Yeah. I mean, if he's taking care of the recruiting, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, and they don't have to recruit worry about recruiting somebody he doesn't like. And I wonder how, to, you know, does he kind of get around the rules? Because there are very specific rules for the front offices as far as talking to people. Mm. Like, can he, you know, Jason Light, could he call Shaq Mason and go, hey, we're going to we're going to trade for you. Like, I don't think he can. I don't think they can do that. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. So. Maybe it might be a good idea to have Tom Brady doing it all so the front office doesn't get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he was – maybe he, he was able to uh, talk to people before the legal mm-hmm. tampering period. Yeah, You can exactly. do that if you're a player, not exactly. a front office person. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Now, the bad part of this is – and I, t- I touched on this a little bit in my new segment, and I got a lot of pushback. But, but, you know, we're getting all these veterans, and a lot of them are on small contracts – Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and we've been doing the one-year contracts with JPP and Sue and these guys and Gronk. So, you know, it, we're really going all out to build a short-term team. You know, this year is everything. You know, we're building a monster team. We're going to do it. And after that, it's going to be a little tough for us Buccaneer fans. You know, when Tom Brady leaves – Arians might leave. Gronk's going to leave. All these guys, a lot of these guys are going to be gone. And we're going to have, we've got a good core group of young guys. You know, we got Vita Vea, uh, even throw Nacho in there. Uh, Barrett's going to be here for a while. We got Mike Evans. He's going to be here for a while. Godwin's here for three years at least. Uh, Devin White. Devin White. The whole secondary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Our offensive line, you know, Mm -hmm. all the. Who knows how long uh, Donnie's going to play or Mason mm-hmm. you know, or Jensen. Who knows? So, you know, we could see a few years of tough rebuilding after this. <laughs> you know, But then again, you never know. Right? Brady might stay for another year after this. Depends on what happens this year, I think. Don't you get my hopes up. You never know. You never know. On that, the Buccaneers, we've got some, some news here. The Buccaneers have been awarded a seventh-round compensatory pick for uh, based on the departure of tackle Joe Haig. Remember him? <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, now, we're getting this compensatory pick. It's going to be near the end of the 2022 draft this year. I thought there was, like, a second draft that those counted towards. I know. No, that's the – what's that called? I know. I don't know. Anyhow, uh, let me see. We're getting the 261st overall, and Mr. Irrelevant is 262. So we're one away from the last (laughs) with our compensatory pick. If you remember, Grant Stewart was our Mr. Irrelevant pick two years ago. Last year. Was it last year? No, no, Super Bowl year. Yeah, it was last year. Okay. It gets so confusing in you know, the end of the season, start of the season. I know. Uh, and he's been great, man. He's great. He's just, he's fun to watch on special teams, man. That guy plays like a honey badger. He has just all the energy in the world out there. So maybe we'll get another good one like him. 
Uh, according to Jeremy Fowler of the ESPN.com, Dallas is interested in JPP. So we'll see what happens with that. Hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> I know. Keep your hands off our JPP, I man. <laughs> that would be upsetting to me. Yeah. I know, right? Although last year was just horrible for him. He was just. Yeah, but he was hurt. I don't, you know. Him and Shaq both. Mm-hmm. You know, is he going to get better? Don't know. Don't know. I he's don't always know. JPP's always hurt, but that rotator cuff really. Yeah, he said stu- it was his worst injury. Yeah, he couldn't. Even, he couldn't even move his arm. Yeah, basically, he was just a dude out there, taking up space. Uh, the Buccaneers. This is interesting. They are now requiring season ticket holders to buy two years worth of season tickets. 2022 and 2023. If you want season tickets, you got to buy this year's and next year's. <laughs> How about that? They are cashing in on this Tom Brady stuff. Well, because too many of the season pass holders, once Brady it was like, I'm retiring, they didn't renew. Out. I know. Well, big dummies now, aren't they? Yeah. But not only that, check this out. They are making a requirement that you have to have a Florida's driver's license for ticket purchases in the lower Bull. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. How crazy is that? They're trying to cut down. This is what they say. They're trying to cut down on the scalping and secondhand market. The Interesting. Brokers and resellers, you know, these uh, the Grubhub guys that buy up, up, you know, big sections and mm-hmm. then sell them off for a profit. Grubhub? I don't know. Grubhub is the food. They do rhyme, though. It'd be I nice if I could order some. This. Tickets off Grovo, wouldn't it? <laughs> okay. I've been talking about this in the news videos, but I want to bring it up here on the podcast as well. Maple Street Elementary School principal Josh Egan used to be college roommates and friends with an unnamed assistant video director for the Buccaneers. We don't know who it is yet. We're going to find out eventually, though. And uh, so he called him up. They're having a fundraiser at the school. They called him up and they said, hey, you got anything you could, you know, laying around that you could give to us and we can auction off to raise some funds for our school? And he ended up getting a signed football by Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. Now, one, that's cool as crap. Buccaneers are just awesome to do stuff like that. But two, the... uh they're raffling this thing off at $10 a ticket. That's all it is, $10 a ticket. And they have raised $15,000. Wow. In just less than a week. And there, it's the uh, the raffle ends April 8th. Well, it, it ends April 7th. The drawing is going to be April 8th. So this is probably going to get up to around 50000 And I'm doing everything I can to get this. It's a good for a good cause. And, uh, you know, it just shows your Buccaneer spirit. I mean, but who's not going to do that? A $10 raffle ticket to maybe get a signed football from the uh, Super Bowl team of Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. And it's one of those white uh, white and red footballs that I got, the commemorative Tampa Bay oh, cool. footballs. Yeah. So that's awesome. Go, go there. I'll, we'll put the link in the description if you're interested in it. Uh, go there, pay $10, help buy 20 tickets. Who cares? Buy as many tickets as you want. But they're only $10 a piece to get a chance to buy, get a, 
Rob Gronkowski, Tom Brady signed football. And plus it helps, it's, you know, it's a good cause. PTO and Student Activity Fund benefits the students, man. Yeah. Uh, we'll also put the uh, put a link in there for the Mike Evans Family Foundation too. If you want to go and donate thirteen dollars, or one hundred thirty, or thirteen hundred dollars, whatever. Let's, let's boost them numbers, man. Yeah. It's been reported by Evan Macy of the NFL Analysis Network that Jameis Winston has been in lengthy talks with the Colts. <clears throat> Indianapolis Colts. What? Um, have fun with that. They're going to get a goof. Yeah. Pat, Pat McAfee's not going to be happy about yeah, that one. The goofs. Yeah. Um, will be interesting to see. I, you know, all these crazy trades are not done yet because you oh, have no. uh, Matt Ryan is still pissed that they were courting Deshaun Watson. And so there are some teams still without quarterbacks. And so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the quarterback situation. You would think New Orleans would be trying to get him back. Well, I, I heard he's, he's still in the run in there. Okay. So he is exploring options. Yeah. But, I mean, if he goes to the Colts, he's going to be a starter. If he goes to the – yeah. The, the Saints, who knows what's going to happen there. Yeah. They're just going to suck. That's all I know. Because they always do. Because mm-hmm. of the Saints. The Aints. Deshaun Watson, we don't have to worry about him. NFC South, guys, he's gone. He went to Cleveland. <laughs> oh, <laughs> where, my gosh. Where quarterbacks go to so, die. I know. It was so <laughs> wild to me. So we heard earlier, I think on Monday, mm-hmm. that the Browns were out. We knew it was the Browns and the Saints and then the Falcons and then the Panthers too. Oh, and the Panthers. Remember the Falcons came in at the last and everybody's like, what? The Falcons. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So it's the Panthers, Saints and Browns at first. And then they said, oh, the Browns are out immediately, almost immediately early. And then the Falcons came in and then the Panthers dropped out or were dropped out. So then it was just the Saints and the Falcons from what we heard. And he was going and having second meetings with the teams. And, uh, you know, we thought it was going to be one or the other. He was going to be in the NFC South. And then it came out. The Browns basically gave up the house for him. Oh, my gosh. What a stupid contract. <laughs> the whole thing is stupid. All Everything that they gave up, like, what, three years of first rounders? Oh. Yeah, what was it? It was, yeah. Um, and then they fully guaranteed his $230 million contract. Good Lord. I, that's mind-boggling. I mean, that's what, that's $80 million more than the, any previous guaranteed contract. $80 million. What? Why? $230 million for five years. What? That's almost $50 million a year wrong with these people they're the browns they like being drunk and depressed it go, it starts at the top <laughs> it's a, every brown fan i've ever known is a drunk and depressed person but proud of the browns i don't think they want them to be good i you know well i think you just live in a depressing place it is depressing up there it's 
It's really cold, cold during the winter. Wind. Ugh. Thank you. You got to drink so you can stay alive. I mean, Keeps your body temperature up. Yeah. Something. So, I mean, this contract is just stupid. And no wonder <laughs> they came out and, you know, they. <laughs> and. Oh, gosh. And then, you know, I, to me, I just don't. I. The grass is not always greener, guys. No. It's not. And so they had Baker Mayfield, which people have given us a hard time on Twitter for saying, hey, he might be a viable option with the Bucks. Uh He was a top pick and took them to the playoffs. I mean, he's taken them to the playoffs, what, two years, three years? Uh, which, might I remind you, is quite an upgrade from where they've been at any point in the last, I don't know, 30 years. <laughs> so, to me, I don't understand why you're, you know, you have a quarterback that has taken you to the playoffs. I mean, it was a pretty fast turnaround. And you're just going to going to diss him like that? Yeah, well, from what I understand, he's getting paid a million dollars next year. It's going to be a salary uh, because of the sexual assault charges going on. In case he gets suspended, it won't hit him too bad in the salary cap. Something, yeah. I don't know. So, the it's yeah, he's got a base salary of like a million. And then if he gets suspended, they would take that money and not the signing bonus so he would get the signing bonus so that part's guaranteed and then the salary could be taken for the i guess it is subject to the suspension and the fine so as far as the picks he got they got three first round picks a third round pick and a fifth round pick and i assume that's all this year no they're spread out over I didn't see anywhere. Sometime. I have to look and see if I can find that. But yeah, yeah. God, that's f- five picks, three first. <laughs> and you gave him a stupid contract. <laughs> a dumb contract. Oh, man. We're going to be talking about this one for years. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to see how bad he is. But when you pay somebody that much money, he better win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Eventually. Well, and then they got rid of his weapons. I mean, they did bring in Amari Cooper, right? Did the, the Browns get Amari Cooper? I thought so. But then, you know, they got rid of Jarvis Landry and um, uh, oh, I'm looking up the Amari Cooper thing. Uh, they got rid of Jarvis Landry. Yeah, Amari Cooper did go to the Browns. And the Browns ga- okay. gave away draft picks. Hmm. Oh wait, yeah. So they gave around their oh gave away their fifth and sixth round picks. I don't know. It's all it's all confusing and it's just silly. Oh my gosh. I don't I don't understand it. But that's what happened. You know, he was he wanted to go. He was talking to the Saints and the Falcons, and he had already said, "I'm not going to the Browns." He he had talked to them. And then they came back with this pile of money, and he went, okay, I'll take that. And I don't blame him. I'd take it, too. I don't don't think anybody in the world would take that. I mean, you're going to sell your soul and play in Ohio. That's a quarter of a billion dollars. Yeah, I get it. I don't know. 
Yeah. I'd play in Alaska. Ugh. In shorts. <laughs> it's just that's a well, lot. Well, it's of money. nice to know what your cost is, Ralph. Hey. Everyone's got a price. So if anybody out there for two hundred thirty million dollars <laughs> wants to see me in shorts in Alaska, <laughs> do it. I'm willing to send you there. <laughs> yeah, I, it's going to be so interesting to see what happens with that. You know, it's just, these things just hardly ever work out good, and you know, it's it. I don't it's know. These damn running quarterbacks too. Yeah, man, they they just bedazzle people. You know, he hasn't played in a year. Yeah, and I was wrong in prior podcasts. I said he's coming off an ACL. That was not true. That was his rookie season. He had that ACL injury, which no one fact checked me on that. Do you guys even listen to me? What? What? (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. Uh, More Tampa Bay Buccaneer cheerleader news. The Buccaneer cheerleaders are having open call auditions uh, March 19th, 2022. The candidates must be 18 years of age. And all applicants must be submitted online by Friday, March 18th at midnight. And it, the only way you can put in applications this year is through online. It used to, you you could show up and give your application. I guess you can't do that anymore. So I guess it's not really an open audition. Yeah. So that was yesterday. Oh yeah, Is that, guys, that was yesterday. <laughs> you missed it, Ralph. If you wanted to be a cheerleader, it's too bad. <laughs> it's too late. Oh. Damn. Remember that, the one year they had it streamed live online? No. You don't remember that? Oh, that was a big event. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> that was the that was the first year we had the uh the the, the black gay guy. Oh. That was when he auditioned. That was the year he auditioned. Oh. Pretty sure. I see. Yeah. Uh speaking of gay stats. Yeah. Gay stats. Uh Carl Nassif made history again at being the first active NFL gay player by getting cut. Mm. The Raiders kicked him out the door. I'm surprised about that. I just thought ownership would be like, no, let's keep him. He's good PR. Yeah, I'm surprised it wasn't any blowback from it. Yeah. You know, everybody freaking out. You can't cut the gay. That's being discriminatory. So, yeah, gay stats might be done, you know, until somebody else comes out. I don't know if anybody's going to pick him up. Isn't that so weird that the media, like, hyped him up the way that they did, and then he just gets cut like the, You know, it's just, how about we talk about the football and not all the boxes that people check? Molly. Molly. That's just... What are you thinking? Why would they do that? We need the drama, the soap operas. Um, okay, are you done with news? Yes. News? Okay, cool. I want to talk about where we are with free agency now, and um, and then we'll wrap it up. What do you think? Do it. All right. So here are our free agents that are still unsigned by either the Bucks or other teams. JPP, Sue, Gronk, uh, Golston, Fournette, Gabbert, Rojo, Sherman, Richard Sherman, Giovanni Bernard, Kevin Minter, Steve McClendon, Josh Wells. 
I did not realize. Andrew Adams, Curtis Riley, who's our a free safety. Pat O'Connor, Zach Triner, the long snapper, Danelle Stanley, and Le'Veon Bell. So, and then these are the positions where we need to address either in free agency, through the draft, whatever, um, primarily our running back room. We have under contract Keyshawn Vaughn and Kenyon Barner at this point. So that's a big hole. There are questions whether Fournette is going to come back or not. He, he's going to want too much money. I think so, too, and he's kind of indicated that on Twitter with his tweets. We don't pay running backs. Uh, yeah, they're not going to pay him. So, But I, I don't think that the market even exists for a high-paid running back anymore. I think that ship has sailed. Ezekiel Elliott ruined that for everybody. So <laughs> uh, you can thank him, Lenny. It's your fault, Zeke. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, you, you know, there might be some dumb team out there that will – you know, end up, the Browns. Yeah, the Browns. Uh, I don't, don't have, have any money, money left. Yeah. Jacksonville. No, they already got rid of him. <laughs> We're <laughs> That's in that where bridge. He came from. <laughs> <laughs> and they got a crap ton of money, uh, and they're they're like paying like mediocre guys, mm-hmm. big bucks. Yeah. Uh, maybe Houston. Now yeah, that they've yeah. got some cap room freed up with yeah. uh, what's his face gone, defensive line. So we only have. Nacho, Benning, Patoa, Kobe Smith, Vita, and then some character named Willington Prevalon, which I've never heard of that person. There's no picture. <laughs> but that's our defensive line. Dang. As of current. So basically Vita. Yeah. Uh, Sue, I'm not concerned that it's taken some time for him to re-sign if that's what he's going to do. The earliest that we've ever signed him was March 26, and that was in 2020. In 2021, we didn't sign him till April 5th. And then when we initially got him in 2019, we didn't sign him till May 29th. So he tends to take a little bit of time. Uh, we do need to get Golston back. Golston and Sue, I mean, two big ones on the defensive line that I think should be priorities, in my opinion kind of the next order of business. Uh, Pat O'Connor is a restricted free agent, and we did not tag him. I know. With the Same with Triner, tender. right? Oh, no, I don't know about Triner. Um, Pretty so, sure Triner was restricted too, and we okay. didn't, no tender, no tender. offer, nothing. Yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, Pat O'Connor is coming off injury, so I don't, you know, I don't know if they want to go in a different direction or what's going on there. But you've said this draft is heavy with the defensive linemen, so maybe yeah, so I've heard. There. I don't know. Yeah, um, we only have two quarterbacks on the roster, so Tom Brady and Trask. Do we bring back a third? Ryan Griffin. Right. Oh. Bring him back. Practice squad. Um, or Gabbert. Free agent. Yeah. I mean, they like him. And then our tight end room, we only have Cambrate and Cody McElroy under mm. contract. That is it. So we will presumably get Gronk back. We've kept historically like four, four. on the roster, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, maybe we pick up a veteran. Maybe we bring back Darren Fells again. 
don't know, but that's in um, a position that needs to be addressed. So Spot Rack currently has us at $14 million under the cap, but that does not include Logan Ryan's contract. He was the only one I noticed that was missing, but there could have been others. Was Mason on there? Shaq Mason? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's his? What's his? I don't know. Okay. I think seven. I want to say seven million. Yeah. Yeah. So we normally keep about seven wide receivers, nine offensive linemen, uh, three quarterbacks, sometimes four. Uh, we kept three, but we had one on practice squad, right? All last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, four tight ends, four running backs, six defensive linemen, four outside linebackers, four inside linebackers. Five cornerbacks, four safeties, one punt uh, kicker, and one uh, long snapper. Mm-hmm. Wait. But kicker, punter, what do we do? We do the kicker. Our kickers are normally the punters, too. I mean, the kickoff guys. And then mm-hmm. the punter is just uh, – he's, he's – that's all he does is punt. Mm-hmm. I got that right? I can't remember. Uh, well, <clears throat> and then a long snapper. Yeah, no, Pinion does kickoffs and punts. Okay, so it's kick, kickoffs and punts, and then the kicker kicker does kicking. Kick. Yeah. Okay. Can't remember. Seems like we we we've been pretty consistent since Aaron's been here with that. I have to look into it. So anyhow, that's what we need. Uh, right now, we've got like twenty wide receivers on the roster. <laughs> I mean, we've got a crap ton of wide receivers. Yeah. I think we, I think it's twelve, but we do this every year. Yeah, you know, you get a crap ton of people, and then yeah, whittle it down. We'll shave them. Well, down. I think the top four are probably locked in with Mike and Chris, and then Brashad Perriman and Russell Gage. We'll see with Perriman. You know, we've we've had him on and off the roster. Seems like we've never. I, I do not understand it with him because he's a great wide receiver, and it just seems like no team can make him stick. You know, it's weird. Yeah, he know. must practice really well. Weird, something or not well. Not well, maybe. Don't know. Something. It's the practice. The practice. Well, there's practice guys. Mm-hmm. All right, is that about it? That's it. All right, guys, we're building our team for the. 2022 season every year it's a new team so we've got this one in the process of reworking it's uh going great so far <laughs> we got top rating back after that everything else is just icing on the cake i know you know and it's such a long off season i know now and especially like this week has been so crazy for free agency we kind of want to know what we've got with the roster but it's going to take some time oh I yeah mean, you know we have a month till the draft so you know, I think we'll slowly bring back some guys. I foresee Sue, probably Golston, probably uh, before the draft at least. And, you know, so we'll, we'll get some more news and we'll get some more guys back and potentially lose more. But, yeah, uh, yeah we're not the nature of the, the it's, game. It's not like last year where we kept every single one of our starters. We've already lost mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. right? And then O.J. Howard, mm-hmm. though he's not officially a starter. Anyhow, guys, it's going to be an exciting year. We're doing it. We're going to win the Super Bowl again. We got filet mignon for another year, guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Soak it in, guys. I know. All right. Till next time. Go Bucks.